the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. You've tuned into Black and Right. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. And leading that revolution are your hosts, Charles Love and John Anthony. Good afternoon. Welcome to Black and White. I am Charles and John is off today. I want to quickly address that because I know we've been having some crazy schedules and some back and forth. I don't want to lose any of the people. I appreciate you listening and don't want you to think that we're going anywhere. But, you know, there's a lot of things that go into putting a show together. We had a lot of conversations back and forth, doing some demos, seeing if John and I fit. And by the time this rocket ship took off, you know, sometimes you had obligations that were already there. So that's the reason why you see one of you hear and see one of us and not the other. Sometimes I went on vacation a few weeks ago. John has some things he already had in the works. We have holidays coming up, but rest assured we're still going. I hope you all still stick with us. And um, we've also had the issues with being preempted football on the back end and paid advertising on the front end on the front end. But rest assured, Starting in December, we're two hours, still doing Facebook Live if you like looking at us. But uh, we're also going to uh, be back on the air on terrestrial radio from one to three going forward. So you can catch us there. Um, I am um, fortunate enough to have a guest. I know John had a couple guests when I was out, but uh, he's going to be envious because I got a a local star (laughs) in the uh, conservative circles. (laughs) Um, My guest host today is... Stephanie Trussell, you all will know her from her five years on WLS. She, he keeps saying five. He knows it's seven years. It's, it's, it's I, the biblical completion, seven. I just seven like to get her of- to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so seven years on WLS and currently a regular recurring host on uh, the 5 o'clock drive time show Monday through Friday. She was on Thursday and Friday, be on again on Monday. Yeah. Stephanie, welcome. Oh, but it's such a pleasure. I Again, so happy to have you as a a co-host sometimes and you were a guest and I'm glad I was nice to you back when I had a show. Now that I don't have a show, it's nice that you're um, paying it back by allowing me to come in and fill in today. And again, I don't know if I'm black or right. Uh, which one am I? Today? We'll I trade know. off on the hour oh, okay, right now, okay. this hour I'm right. And you're black. Oh, okay. We'll cool. see what happens next right. hour. So <laughs> if you've been listening, those of you who are watching us live on Facebook now, you know, a lot of our shows have been like themes. We talk about a topic and kind of spend more time, Dragging that out. I like doing that mostly because a lot of you are news junkies and you listen to all the shows here. You listen to like, so if you listen to Stephanie Thurston Friday and you listen to Dan and Amy in the morning, you've heard a lot of the topics, right? So you're like, oh my God, I like the guy, but why do I want to listen to him talk about the same thing? They haven't heard what you think about. Right. So So I I try to bring a different angle for one, Mm -hmm. but also I I say, well, if we, we have more time and the segments are a little different, so maybe I can draw things out and go through a topic a little more, you know, cause you're doing when you drive time, 
you have to do the topical news of the day. Right. Right. So you change every day. So we like to settle in a little bit more on the weekend. But since I've been gone for a few weeks, we're going to do a rapid kind of okay. uh, different show here, kind of like what you do during the week, right. but on one day. So we're going to do a hot topic smorgasbord. So we're going to oh. talk about a little of everything. We're going to go over the impeachment debates. We're going to talk about Kaepernick, Kanye, Baltimore's former mayor, yeah. uh, some the crazy thing that happened in Goshen, Indiana. Some of the stuff you probably know about and, and some not. Yeah, so yeah. we have to remember you're from Indiana, so you probably get your it, news directly it, it, from Indiana. They just right, send it to natives right away. I'm yeah, like, they put it in know. a box and they right, ship it like, to what you put it, What's going on? So hey, I'm I'm excited, and it's so good to be in the Ed McMahon seat. I showed up <laughs> with just one tiny bag in my headphones. I, I usually have so much luggage and all the preparation and stuff, so I'm just here. Yeah, I've seen a wheel to, in the to car. Make Johnny Carson look good. I'm just going to laugh when you tell me to laugh. And, hey, you know, right, am you know, I going to so, get some of that? Right, exactly. So I'm just like, it's it's good to be on this side of the room. It's different. The lighting's a little. Different over here. Everything's no, different. Everything's different, and so no, this is a great. Um, it, it worked out because I needed to pick up some stuff from Sam's, so on my way home I can hit the Sam's because they closed all the ones by me. So <laughs> this is this is a great opportunity to come up here and hang out on a Saturday. Well, and, I'm hoping that we get some new listeners. All the the, the Stephanie Sickleface will listen to Black <laughs> and Right and say, "Hey, they're cool," and then maybe you know six or seven of our listeners will find out who you are and they'll say, "I listen to five o'clock." I never heard of her. No, so <laughs> right. So the only thing I need to give you a note that I didn't mention before is mm-hmm. when we do. Facebook Live, we don't do the normal break. So we can just that talk, clock says five o'clock. For me. We got twenty minutes to keep oh going. My gosh. We're good. I can talk. You know, so. we'll, we'll get a thumbs up when it's time. We'll be good. So, okay. so we, we we're able to talk a little longer, which is good because we're both kind of long winded. And this is again my first time on a Saturday, so so much quieter here. Back in the old days on the other station, I would always be there on a Saturday and never got the hoopla. So this is different now. I, this is more. Um, it's just it's calm and it's relaxing and this is great. So yeah. again, it's just a different day, a different time. But again, we we can let's. Get, I'm ready for all ready your to get topics. in. All right, I'm, I'm let's ready. Get in. Yeah, so I need a buzzer. You give know, us like. a call because we're on Facebook Live. Does not mean you can't call us. Give us a call three one two six four two fifty six hundred, and we're gonna go through some of these topics. So you, you might hold if I'm on a different one, but we're gonna talk all those things I mentioned: debate, um, Kanye, Kaepernick. But we're gonna open with impeachment. Okay. So obviously there have been five days of hearings and all this stuff back and forth. And again, like I said, most of you have been caught up on this stuff. I don't listen to the day-to-day all hours because it's too much of a circus. I think for some people it is turning into white noise. They're just like, what is it today? But it is obviously important, right? It's a big deal. They spend a lot of money on it, a lot of time. Yeah, and and then, you know, if if it goes through, which it probably will, Trump's going to have that little asterisk next to his name, right? we mean if it goes to the Senate? No, I mean, oh. even if it, no, it doesn't it, matter, it, right? Oh, really? So let's look at the precedent, right? Now let's talk okay, about that. See. So we've only had, you go through all the presidencies, you've had, and everybody says Nixon, but never Nixon never got there because he quit, right? He and resigned. That's, and that's what they're hoping. But so then you they, got yeah. Trump, I mean, you got, well, Jack let's take Trump out. It's, it's in the middle of, <laughs> right, right, because it's in the middle of. The hearings, I mean, they've, they've actually yeah, talked okay, about doing okay. it. So you've got well, it's Clinton. Technically the, this, oh, that's hearings, right. It's just the inquiry before These the are not even the hearings. So this is all True. unprecedented. This is right. all, because I listened to Mark Levin, and he's a brilliant leader. The great mind. one. The great one. And he says, this is un, un, never been done before. What is this? How do we describe it? It's not technically the same process that the other right. presidents It's the pre-pre-process. Yeah, right. So, but yeah. you got, you got uh, Andrew Johnson, mm-hmm. and you got Clinton, right? Neither No president has ever been removed from office. Right. Right. They were both impeached in the House, not and went to uh, went to trial in the Senate um, for Johnson. He was acquitted by one vote. He was one vote away of being removed. Right. So if you look at that, but let's look at why. So for Johnson, you know, for those of you who didn't bother to focus on the history of it, Johnson was accused of violating 
a congressional act. Okay. He wanted to fire a guy who was in his cabinet but was working in, kind of like Trump, right? It was like uh, the deep state, in a sense, the early deep state. Okay. There was a guy who was a cabinet member who was, I believe he was the Secretary of War, and he was not working with the, with the administrator. He's like, this guy's got to go. Okay. And Congress had passed an act saying that he couldn't remove him without them, and he's like, this dude is out of line. He's out of here. So I'm trying to fire him. That's the whole reason. Now, wow. I, now, keep in mind, Johnson is probably one of the two or three worst presidents of all time. Was he the one that took back the 40 acres and the mule? Because <laughs> we got it. And in he a gave sense. It okay, Lincoln yeah. died and all that went out of the window. Like, oh, nope. Okay. But, but let's just only look at, let's not look at his presidency. Let's look at only this reason. He was being impeached for trying to remove somebody that Congress passed an act saying he couldn't remove. Side note, later on, it was deemed invalid that Congress passed that act. But at the time it was. So that's why they wanted him removed. Then you go to Clinton. Well, even let's go to Nixon, even though it never went to impeachment. N- Nixon was caught on tape from White House tapes doing something against the law. Clinton, we all know Clinton, it was partially political, but he never would have been in that boat regardless of what he done had he not under oath lied. Right. That, that is a very specific vote, thing. Right. right. It was, but it was still mostly. Well. Right. But it's, it's different mm-hmm. because he's under oath and he lies. So right. it's clear cut. So now Trump's thing is we are, we have a call. It's all about a call, but they're saying it's the interpretations of what he said on the call. Okay. So that's where the problem lies there. And so we have to ask yourself, is what he did illegal? If it is, does it everything illegal doesn't necessarily necessarily rise to the level of impeachment? Okay. But like I said, I wanted to take a different look at it. So what I look at it and say, maybe you can help me out. You you you're one of the gung ho uh, GOP people. You know, we did the summit. I got booed for being a former Never Trumper, not saying I'm a Republican, (laughs) but I'm an honest, logical person. So one of the arguments I do when I argue with the left is I always say, give them the argument. That's one, Mm -hmm. and then. Let's be honest. So we know. So it's not like I'm doing it. I love defending Trump, but let's be honest. So everything you, you, you do to break the law doesn't necessarily rise to that level. Right. But let's assume it does. Mm-hmm. Give them their argument. So what he did is illegal and he should be re- removed. If that's the case, and this is why I don't understand about the Republicans. So the Republicans, they may shift, but it may too, be too late. They should have started with this argument. They're starting with he didn't do anything wrong. There was no quid pro quo. Now they're going to shift at some point probably to, well, even if he did this, why didn't they just say, all right, I'm going to give you your argument, shift. He quit pro quotas. Okay. So you want him gone. Mm-hmm. But you're okay. You want Biden to be the front runner, front runner and he's literally, literally on tape saying, right, yeah. that guy wanted aid that Obama need, you promised. You don't need any pre-pre-hearings. He admitted right, he it said, on tape. He's right. bragging about it. Yeah, and, they and, said yeah. they wanted that stuff that Obama promised him. And I said, I'll give it to you if you fire the guy that's investigating him. Right. But, but he's not the only one. If that's the case. You know I me mean? wasn't a Trumper. Lock Trump up. Impeach him. Okay. All I want you to do is go after Biden, Obama. I want you to go back and go after Tyler, mm-hmm. Washington, Nixon. I want them all gone. Right. Reagan, everybody. Because Reagan. my point, right? But because my point is, this is business as usual. This whether you like it or not, do, this, this is, is how, how you, they do business. Exactly. We're gonna give them something for nothing, or right. just in general. Now, the, I know people will say, well, okay, well. He is a political opponent, him asking. And, and I hate when the, the left of center people regurgitate this information. They'll say he was told to dig up dirt on Joe and his son. No, he wasn't. He said there was an already, there was issues. It wasn't, or, or like to plant or to make up 
things that they had done wrong. No, there is there there. I he mean, said, you know, he said, dig up the dirt, and they were in it. Right, they, right. So it's not like they were trying to frame these innocent people. We have Hunter on tape saying, "I don't know why they gave me this job. I don't know <laughs> nothing about you know energy. I don't, you know." So we know we already got that. And I keep thinking about that that baby mama drama. How that woman ching now that the you are the father. So she gets. You got $83,000 a month. You do the child support math. That's 20% for the first one. So $16,000 a month. That's $199,000 a year to have unprotected sex, whatever. Just imagine had that been one of the Trump kids. I don't even want to talk about it. But So we know. But that's what hit me because I had a caller during the week, and he's just a Democrat and just, oh, you blah, 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 blah. And then during the break, I, it hit me. I said, we got to stop pretending that we're not working with two sets of rules. Yeah. Democrats can, they can wear blackface. They can... You know, do whatever they want, and nobody's going to hold them accountable for it. We have to, you know, uh, uh, operate on a different set of rules, a different set of guidelines, and they, they sift us. They give us the Sarah Palin sifting treatment because we know what Joe did. He's bragging about it on tape. That's why you got to be the, – the GOP has to be strong about it yeah. because you know if you do this and you're just soft with it, they're going to say, oh, so you're going you're gonna to just ignore and be okay with the bad he did because somebody else did it. No, that's yeah. not the point. Right. This isn't – a parent with two kids saying who did it first, this is the law. I'm willing to play by the rules. If you're saying what Trump did is wrong, that's fine. But then I need you to admit that Obama giving money to Iran to release hostages is the same thing. So then my question is, is it just quid pro, quid pro quo that's wrong? Or is it only when it's a foreign government? Because Nixon went to Earl Warren, who was the governor of California, and said, look, you get me to the state of California, you're on the Supreme Court. Isn't that quid pro quo? That- that's just we're from Chicago land. We know this is just called a slow Tuesday. This is what you get in exchange for that. And that's just horse trading in that business. You're a leader of the free world. And, and Trump has been saying, why are we giving all this money? What about these other countries? And why would you give money to somebody that has a record of this country of being corrupt? And he's just making sure that, hey, you messing around, you hanging out with these bad players from before. I want to make sure you're going to do whatever. Hey, do me a favor. Now, the fact that they keep saying, well, that was a political op- opponent. Really? Is Joe really a political opponent? He's not going to okay. get the nomination. You make another good point. Okay. The other argument is, well, that's, it's wrong, wrong is wrong. But the difference is, is that it was political. Right. The, the, the example I gave of Nixon and Warren was political. But, but beyond that, you know, you got to go back to old school. So John Tyler, we had a, uh, a dispute with the border with uh, Canada. Okay. Argument with Britain up, up uh, in Maine. And he wanted to shift Public opinion. You got to look this up. Like John Tyler is an interesting dude, horrible president, but it's an interesting dude. Check this Uh out. So he wanted to shift public opinion. So he took funds from a contingency fund and used it to send secret agents up there (laughs) to 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 use propaganda to shift the political climate there. Now you say, well, he was the tenth president. That was eighteen forty something. It doesn't matter because Washington. The, the unanimous president, Madison, they all did it. Do you know that there was actually a slush fund, right? It was called the Secret Service Contingency Fund from Washington on up until the early 1900s. Really? That the money was there for them to just it's influence little, political sh- stuff. Foreign, hush, hush whatever. Money, when you whatever need anybody, you oh, it was a bag. You know, it's the people in Chicago talk about who's got the bag. Got the bag? That's right. what we did. So my point is simply that it's always done. You say I go back too far. I can go back to Reagan. No. I can't give you guns directly, but what I can do is X, Y, Z. I can go to Kennedy and Nikita Khrushchev. It's just what we do. That, now, if you don't like it, that's problem. And then don't go in the kitchen when the sausage is being made. Right, but but you can't just say 
it's business no. as usual. Because keep in mind, it's not you and me. Mm-hmm. These are ambassadors and politicals who know that this is what's going on that's up in arms. So what they're saying is, I saw, I worked with Reagan when he did it. I worked with Bush with, who, when he did it. You worked with Clinton when he did it. But now we hate Trump so much. The, We're going to all get together and, and say, say Trump doesn't get to do it. Right? Talk about the same thing with the quid pro quo. Mm-hmm. Well, that's called bribery now. Right. And political, okay. Bribery and political influence. Do you know, do, I wonder how many people know that Obama gave, held up ambassadorships mm-hmm. and gave them to his donors. You, and that's so interesting. It, is you know, that political? And, and, and is that they, quid pro quo? When they bring out the former ambassador and she's so upset that Trump fired her or really reassigned her. Mm-hmm. The, oh, didn't Obama fire them all? He came in. It was it was OK. And that's you're allowed to do that. I, my biggest problem with Trump is that he hasn't fired enough people. I know in the beginning you can't just fire everybody right, day right. one. But he's got a lot of people that he shouldn't be trusting. And why does he have his kids around? Because those are the people that he can trust. And so when we think about, you know, what you said about Obama. He he was allowed to do whatever he wanted to do, and, and somebody made a comment about um, the the ambassador. That the only reason he got that job mm-hmm. is because he was a donor. But that's it was like how it six works. of them. It was like that's, six of them. Yeah, that's how it works. That's right. what is you got enough money. And if you in all it. think that we're conservatives and we're, and we're just covering for him, Google it. I mean, you right, can go right. anywhere, and it's like yeah, the, you go to two thousand and ten, right? You go to two thousand and ten, and it's like Obama gave top donors jobs, right? And it's like on the hill and on USA Today. It's not like it's on like bragging. Yeah, isn't he, isn't right. he amazing? But here's you another know? thing. I love this, and you'll like mm-hmm. this. So where did this all start from, right? The reason Trump wanted to investigate the corruption and the reason they had the Mueller report, all that stuff, the genesis of all that was election meddling, right? Mm-hmm. The Russians and the Ukraine, they, they, it's, it's wrong. They, they meddle with our election. It's so bad. It, 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 it shocks right. the foundation mm-hmm. of our republic, right? Am I right? Right. How many of the people on the left know that Barack Obama tried to keep Benjamin Netanyahu from winning and he meddled with Israel's he election? With Israel and that, that was okay because everything he did so is it's, savvy. Everything he did is he's okay. Savvy. He's so, savvy. He's cool. And he's brilliant. But the funny thing is I become a crazy right-wing nut he's job, screaming. a Trumper, right, right. just because I'm pointing out facts. It has nothing to do with Trump. Right. Just like I said about John Tyler, next to Woodrow Wilson, he is my least and Andrew Johnson. Those are the three worst presidents in my eyes. <laughs> However, I don't think you get to impeach the guy because he's trying to fire a guy who's trying to corrupt his administration. And then five years later, you are the, the Supreme Court's like, yeah, you couldn't have, you couldn't have passed that law anyway. The law was unconstitutional. That is why they were removing him. It's not because he was horrible. I talk about Wilson. Wilson did the same thing. He blackmailed people. He 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 made up phony stories to get us into war. Right. He was the precursor of so, so-called you know, Bush. Right. So this is what people do. It's right. what politicians this is do. How it works it's what happens. The United States. It's never going to change. Right. You can pass all the laws well, you, you want. want it's to. not going to change. Right. So I just wonder why you you were right. Why Trump and Republicans get different the, sets of rules than everyone else. And, and on, on the way home, um, when I get to get fill in on the afternoon drive, listening to Larry Elder, he's amazing. He's funny. And, and one of the um, promos for his show, he said, so all these people listening on the call, we got one guy that had an issue with it. And then all of this stuff starts. Everybody's listening to it, whatever, no big deal. But one person in their opinion, and, and, and it's so subjective to what somebody, I felt, I thought, and that's what a lot of these five days, and, and I applaud anybody whose life is, is laid out such that they could follow every moment of that thing. And I promised that I would, but I couldn't do it. Because this is what, the third or fourth time they told us this is it. He's not worthy. We're going to get this guy out of office. 
And it was just, and the first couple of witnesses had never even met Trump, didn't know him from Adam. And all of a sudden we're listening to what they think and what they care and their perception. This is such a waste of time. They, they are not doing what needs to be done in the will of the people and all that other stuff. But then sometimes I think if they're not busy making more laws, eh, that's not so bad. I know there are a couple of things that we <laughs> that's need. That's true. We, you know, we need to get the trade deal done, a couple of things we need to get done. But, you know, that's why I call Trump the whip and nay-nay president. He whipped nay-nay. They're trying to prevent him from doing whatever he's got, but he's getting it done. He's going to get that wall built one way or another, and he's doing what he's do, what he promised to do during the campaign. The economy is doing good, and I know some people are going to say, it's a pumped-up economy, whatever. No, we're going to talk about that. And so, I mean, I, I just applaud him. Just imagine what he could do if he didn't have to spend so much time focusing and defending himself. And, again, last time we Trump ran on sizzle, right, because he, had, he didn't have anything. That, he mm-hmm. had never been a politician. Now he's running on his record. And that's what he that's when a 2020 very exciting opportunity for us as as Republicans, as conservatives, the people that want Trump to win in 2020 to get our talking points in order to be able to defend our president. That this is what he's done. The media won't tell you what's happening and all the great things he's doing. And that's why he has to take it to the people himself by tweeting. That is all true. We'll see how that plays out. But I, I wanted to drive this point home. Okay. I want to use one more example because it's foreign. So everybody knows the Panama Canal. Right. Oh, here, here's, you're like, no, we don't. Uh, check this out. Well, do we so, all know the Panama? I'm so, like I'm in eighth grade civics class. Okay. What are you going to ask me? You know, no. I give people homework. So Apparently, Teddy Roosevelt, if you, if you ask the, the masses of, to rank presidents, he usually sits in the top 10, right? Left bad. and right. They love Teddy Roosevelt. I mean, he, didn't he get shot at a campaign and kept, and kept talking? Like, he kept going to work. Hello, and, you know, people get a paper cut and they cancel their events. That man. man was tough. He looked crazy, but he was a bad he man. He was, yeah, he, you know, he had so, some issues. Uh-huh. So France was building the canal, couldn't finish it. We wanted to take over. At the time, Panama was part of larger Colombia. So we, we're trying to make negotiations. So TR sits down with Colombia. Yeah, I want to take over. Here's some money. And they said, no, foreign government. So he sits back and said, well, Panama and, 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 and Colombia has been having these revolts over the years. 1885, they had another one. It's like 1902. And he's like, you know, so what I could do, Panama's friendly with me. So I'm going to bring in the Panamanians and say, uh, if I got your back mm-hmm. and, and I help you, would you help me with this? Uh, canal thing and they said yes so he literally created a revolt <laughs> and propped up and propped up the coup mm-hmm. so panama could take over the area knock out colombia create their own independent country bring in his people voila and, we, and he didn't colonize right, it. Right. So, right. right. Surprise. <laughs> the U.S. made this happen. And now we have the path. The, 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 hey, it helped everybody. It, was, right. it, 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 cut, the, it right. cut the navigation short. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is that was a foreign government. He, he interceded. He, he, he put money and influence on right. people. And he quit. We broke it all day long. <laughs> you know, how many impeachment? And we're in the top 10. And right. now we're trying to remove a guy for for, for a call that, that was on tape. tape that everybody we heard knew. what he said. He the, guy, the best was the guy. The only clip I heard was the guy who started out the day saying, yes, it was quid pro quo. And, and then, on, on all the news stations say, and then, and then the guy interviewed happened. him later in the day yeah. after eight hours. Right, said, like, so well, here's your transcript. You said no one told you to say this. Is that true? Yes. So no one on the planet, no one on the planet. said to you, do mm-hmm. they say, yes. But you said that earlier. Where'd you get it from? I just inferred it. <laughs> but then what did Trump say? When you had a conversation with him. He said, I, I was unclear. So I just to make sure. I went to him Trump, and asked What him. do you want? And right. he said. He I said, don't want F- anything. I don't want nothing. No, I want no quid pro quo. quo on, right. And this is the same guy who said earlier, was it? Right. And this is what we're hanging all on of this every on. word. Get in, the on morning, in the morning, we got him. This is it. And that's right. what all Twitter is saying. Oh, this is it. And I love when Sean Hannity uh, will play a loop of all those um, talking heads 
that are assuring us this is it. We finally got him. Trump is going to leave the White House. This is it. He'll never make it. And I just, for me, in my own experience, I listen to a lot of left wing radio, and I just wish all those hosts. It's you know, it's, you have to. You can't operate in a bubble. You got to know what they're doing. And every host, I would love to. Some of them I have their cell numbers. Some of them just their emails to say. Didn't you tell us in 2016 that Trump will never make it to the summer? Didn't you say the same thing in 2017? Oh, Trump will be out of here by the summer. Didn't you say that in 28? You're saying this forever that this is it for him. This guy is never going to make it. Well, not 2016. I mean, 2017, 18. And I'm like, they they keep telling us this is it. And as I say, whenever I fill in, I have a socialist son, and he lived in Arizona for a while. He's back home, but I, I could text Indian for days and may not get a response. But every time Trump tweeted something. Or, or the Twitterverse is going crazy saying, we got him. He would say, Mom, this is it, because he doesn't like Trump. And then, Or if Trump, if Trump would tweet something um, and then felt was crazy, Mom, holla at your boy. What's going on? But I, I could screenshot all the times that he assured me he's very intelligent following the, that this was it for Trump. And we, hmm. when are they going to realize they still have Rush Limbaugh says the best, they still haven't figured out who Trump is and who his voters and supporters are. And that they keep saying that Trump is releasing this um, – Horowitz reports, it's so timely they're releasing it December 9th because this is going to help him because he's been hurt by the impeachment hearings. Do they understand that the fundraising for Trump is just booming because we get it and we know that this is a witch hunt? And so I'm like, this this impeachment hearing, they're trying to splash mud on him. They're trying to get him to say, all right, all right, I can't win. I'm going to walk out like Nixon, do the Nixon walk. But that's not oh, Trump. Oh, he's not doing that. That's not Trump. He's got to, yeah. And so, his, his supporters, so, we're gonna, we would lose our Whatever. Collective minds, oh, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, it wouldn't well, happen. It I wouldn't. just say if they get them on, if they get them on something, it's just got to be something real. If they take out their emotion and and, and find something oh, they did emotion. wrong, that's, that's fine. All the Democrats have his emotions. Mo- what are you talking? That's all but they I can got. see really quick. I can see if Trump was caught passing a note in class. He said this on the call that he knew it was recorded. He knew it was public. It was part of the record. How is that? You know, how he wasn't trying to do anything underhanded. Well, stick with us. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk a little bit more of this. Move on to the crazy debates. You're listening to Black and Right on AM560, The Adam, uh, the Answer, and Facebook Live. This is Black and Right on AM560 with John Anthony and Charles Love. Welcome back to Black and Right. Charles here with Stephanie. We were just uh, having a nice, hot conversation about impeachment. Uh, it's always fun talking to you know even when john's here getting to talk to you trumpers and hearing your take on stuff you, you, but you you're wonderful Trump, you're you wonderful trumper, trumper to the extent that you know that's to the extent i'm anti-left because when we just sat for that debate on thursday and i popped some popcorn got my lemonade and just got my notepad just feeling like this is an assignment i have to do because i was filling in on, oh it was wednesday because i filled in thursday friday that's brutal to sit through that's and, when and, i become and, a trumper when they, right, start, when talking, they start talking i just start like, moving really far to the right we don't have a so, choice. So, you know, I didn't watch because they're crazy. Yeah. So you are a professional. You're, you're one of those people who, who like, I watch, so you don't well, have to. Well, you know, then at the end, I'm like, okay, I want to just go on Pinterest and just pin a bunch of Christmas cards or something because it's just brutal. And then I'm like, no, I go, okay, I got to pay attention. If I wasn't, you know, filling in the next day, I probably wouldn't have watched it as closely because, again, you just get some clips or whatever. Give me a couple of minutes of the biggest highlights. Tell me what, said, you, what you remember. Elizabeth is my favorite because she's currently a senator, but she keeps talking about what she's going to do when she's president. And I'm thinking, well, why can't you do that now? Oh, that's right, because you guys are focusing on undoing the election from, 20, from 2016. And so then the next day, um, the clip comes out and the brilliant producer, Misty, got it right before we went on air of her being asked by some form 
So did your kids go to public school? Oh, yeah, my kids with, lied without batting an eye. A professional, like, yeah, my hey, kids hey, school. hey, hey. She was not lying. That private school her kids went to was in the public. public. And you know how she said it was built by roads that was supported by the public. So technically, <laughs> so it's just again, and we know the hypocrisy on the left. Do as I say, don't do as I do. They loved Obamacare, but they would never do that themselves. The Congress didn't say we'll try it out first. They, they, they. She, she's all about reparations. We played a clip of her. She's. It's time for the American. I love. When, when liberal white people, it's time for us to have a conversation about yeah, reparations. They, they don't want to do talk. it when we had a, a half white president in office. Uh, and they could have done it then, but they know it's no, it's not going to pass. So now they're going. Now that we got an old white guy back in the White House. We got to talk about reparations. But she's talk. She's for reparations, but she's not for school choice. She's my favorite out of those goofies. That, I mean, none of them are capable of beating Trump, and that's and, and that, that's a sad part because since he came down that escalator, they didn't take him seriously. And then after he won, they had all this time to try to get some really, really good candidates. But when you've got people like uh, Deval Patrick and, and Bloomberg, and now they're even talking about Michelle because that's just saying this goofy list that we have now, we know can't beat Trump. We, gotta, we need a superstar to come out of somewhere. Well, there's a problem with Warren that, it's a little different from all of them. I think all of them are too far left. All of them are a little wacky. But Warren is an interesting thing. See, I work with a woman. I use her kind of as the sounding board. She's young. Mm-hmm. She's she's a uh, East Coast elitist. Oh. She's she's liberal. Borderline. She's left of liberal, but she's not quite left. Mm-hmm. She's left on some things. But even she's like she's like that's her, who she likes. She's like Warren. And I told her the other day, you know, your beliefs contradict contradict what you want because she's not crazy, right? She's a smart woman. Mm-hmm. So I say to her. What do you think about capitalism? She agrees with the left on their, you know, distribution of wealth and things are unequal. and We need to fix income inequality. So I, I, I went to does her in a different way. Her, her paycheck. Every right, right. Week, right. I'm sure she does. Distribute, distribute that to people on the street, the man in front of the, the Starbucks bug. And here you go, begging. Here you go, baby. I'm going to, you know, spread the wealth. But so anyway, this is how I address them. I say, but this is, I want to figure out where they are. Mm-hmm. So what I say is, okay, what are your thoughts on capitalism? And she's like, she's more... I mean, you as a conservative don't think this is sensible, but I understand this, that if, you, if you're a touchy-feely, emotional person, how this is sensible. What they're saying is, I'm not crazy. I think people should be equal, but mm-hmm. I'm not crazy enough to think capitalism doesn't create wealth and opportunity that socialism doesn't create. So she doesn't want socialism because she's like, yeah, we won't have the iPhone with that. We wouldn't have cars. I, I'm more like, you know, right. we disagree, of course, now, but, but I still put her in a box. She says, I get that we need capitalism to get everything up. But then after that, I think we need to divvy the money. Mm-hmm. So what I don't argue with her. No, I don't argue with that. Yeah, what I say is, then if that's the case, why is Elizabeth Warren your preferred candidate? Because she hates capitalism. Right. The woman wants to break up Facebook but, and yeah, social and they, media. So who, who's going to support she that? She wants to break right up mind. the banks. She's, she's, she's the breakup. She's basically the progressive version of TR. Right. She's like, yeah, I'm going to be a bank buster. Yeah. Companies will have no more than 16 employees. Yeah. You know, it's just like she wants to just break, break, take the whole economy and just crumble it like a hard cookie. Well, you know, and, and as crazy as she sounds, but she's the le- one of the lesser. She's in that if you have to break it into two groups, the lesser crazy than the ones like Bernie. Who he keeps talking about the um just the big gap between the rich people. He thinks billionaires shouldn't exist. So I'm thinking, so what are you going to do? Go up to people, knock on their doors and say, give me enough money where you just fall 
fall right under that billionaire status. What do you mean? I don't know because then they're going to say millionaires shouldn't exist. That's what I'm saying because he's a millionaire. Tenonaires. He's a socialist with three houses. And then my son that's a socialist. I said, did they change the income you know, brackets for socialists now where you can buy three houses? How is he a socialist? He, he may be spewing that garbage, but he's not living like that. And, and, and Buttigieg, he was so cute. He's like, I'm, you know, they, they listed from highest to lowest the income, uh, what the worth of each candidate. I'm and at I the know. lowest. You know, okay, so you're bragging, whatever. So they, they're all trying to see who's the blackest. That's only because your job as mayor pays less right. than the job as senator. Like you haven't been around long enough. Right. Wait till you get you're 26 wait, years old. Wait till you get you a job. A as, as, wait till you get a job as a senator. You as senator and you get to go there and you're on K Street and, and making right. those big deals. And you're on a committee, so you get a bomb. And, and all of a sudden, and you get these lobbyists, all of a sudden, you, you, you come instead of being dropped off in uh, Uber. You, it's the limo dropping you back off in your constituency meeting or whatever. So, yeah, it's just... It's, None of them, and again, if they hated Trump so much, and that's what got me the blatant disrespect for our president coming out of the mouths of those people on that stage, because the the flag is a trigger for the left, not one American flag on the stage. You want to be the leader of the free world. You want to represent America, and you won't be seen with old glory. But but how all of them were so disrespectful. Trump is not worthy. He's the most corrupt. He's a criminal. And this and that. And I'm thinking, so what's taking you guys so long to get him out of office? He's so corrupt. He's so blatant, so brazen with his corrupt and criminal behavior. Why you got to make up stuff about him? And none of them will ever put me, you, people of color, as they love to call us. But I'm not. No, I'm a black woman, a descendant of African-Americans, African slaves who built this country. None of them will put us over an illegal. And that's what gets me at the end of the day. They, they realize that black people are waking up and less of us are voting for the Democrat Party. So illegal brown is the new black vote. And that's all they care. They what a segue. Away. You just said less enough of voting. Now you're going to segue. Remember, I said that uh, I'm going to try to bring a different approach to some of these topics. So mm-hmm. here's what the angle I got from the uh, debate. But I want to quickly say you said uh, people of color. The only Pac I know is Tupac. So. <laughs> Uh, don't pack me. I ain't no pack. You said that's not a pack. That's a pack. Right. We don't pack. call him yeah, two pack though. I call him two pack, pack uh, because that's how you spell whatever. I right. don't know he was so French. So Chelsea, tell, Chelsea Gabbard is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Interesting because I, I like the fact that she's honest and blunt, but I don't get the conservatives. I say this every time there's a debate. We've had a show, and I say I don't get the conservatives that are cheering her. Like anybody that's. Uh, fighting against my enemy, I'm on their side. But let's not act like she's not a she's left, one, not a liberal, right, and she's she the same. Would, she would be on our stage instead of on that right, stage. But here's the thing, right. though. I'm looking at what they say here, and I got this from an article on The Hill, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it said, Tulsi Gabbard trashed the Democrat Party as not the party that is of, by, and for the people. Right. She's accused Kamala Harris of trafficking in lies and smears and innuendo, and she attacked Pete, but I'm gay, as naive. <laughs> I just want them to fight it out in like a but, pit of ju- jello or something on pay-per-view. Worse. Senator Chris uh, Murphy of Connecticut, he said she seems to be, you know, sort of filling a pretty strange lane. Uh, mm-hmm. He said, is there a part of the party that hates the party? And I and, my, and the light bulb comes on because, you know, I'm always going, trying to convince people. Yes, there is the part of the party right. that hates and the party. And that's what we need to appeal to. Right. Because there's play. Hey, you come on. You got black folks. Yeah, OK, your, your, your son's a, a socialist. socialist. He's different. But most of the black people, you know. Hate Trump, correct? Right. Tell me Un- if I'm wrong. Unequivocally, they don't even don't think like about Republicans, it. right? 
and can't stand the Democrat Party. So they're in this weird space. But right. Cause There's I was, plenty of Democrats who don't like the Democrat Party. That's see, all black people. See, Trump has all these never-Trumper Republicans, and I had been asking on social media, did Obama have any never-Obamanites in the Democrat Party? They supported everything he did. Lockstep, they, oh, yep. Fast and Furious, they gave or they shut up. They didn't say anything. They were not out there openly bashing him. No, and not so, just that stuff, but remember how everything's pushing gay and lesbian and transgender. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. He was like, no gay marriage. They said, okay. Okay, they, they were, were fine. for it, but we won. He's like, no, it's no. okay. And, and, and they never checked. And you said, why they ask for reparations? They asked him for reparations. He said no. But they weren't were working okay. with all, whatever. So Obama was just for civil unions, and that's how he ran, and, that, and people were fine with that. But the day he went on to a Good Morning America when Robin Robinson said, I am for gay marriage, and suddenly anybody else that was for civil unions, all of a sudden you're a bigot. And and they changed they they the hypocrisy of it is just phenomenal. But he realized that gay money and your second time around you're trying to win, you know that's a whole different demographic. What two incomes, no kids. He went after that money and just stabbed black Christian traditional value people in the back that supported him because he's the first black president. And and it's just the hypocrisy of it all. So it's interesting that she would say what she said about the the um the Democrat Party because it is and she has been for a while yeah she's not shy about it but she yet and still she's a Democrat and I kind of think I think about never Trumpers and I think next week I might talk about that if I have a chance is, is that where where are these never Trumpers going who are you who are you right. voting when I go on Bill Crystal's page and I'm on Twitter and these people that are Republicans unapologetic Republicans but they're bashing Trump not right. saying I like what he's doing but he needs to work in the economy and where they're just bashing I'm thinking. So where's your vote going? Which one of these goofies are you going to vote for? Well, I have to see where they were. But when they originally, during the campaign, they were like anybody but him. Yeah. They're like, vote for Hillary. She can't be that bad. I mean, we we, we hate her. I but think, vote for I, her, and then we'll fix the next election or some right, craziness. Right, right. So, I don't know if they yeah. still think they, that they, way. They but, thought it would be easier to get another Republican in. Right. If we just let Hillary get in, and then we'll work on our next candidate. Okay, so that didn't work. So now the, your options are somebody over there is going to give away the store and nobody ever asked them, well, how are you going to pay for this free this? And how are you going to do how you, what are you going to do to eliminate student debt? You're going to lower cost of tuition, first of all, so people won't get into debt. But the people that already took out the loan and spent the money, you want the people that gave them the money just to write that off? You cannot wipe away student debt. And But they, they promise all this pie in the sky. We're going to do this. It's going to be free. It's going to be amazing. And <laughs> nobody ever asked them. Excuse me, how are we going to pay for that? You know, and oh, are we, it's on my website. No, I want to know how are we going to do this. And so, yeah, yeah, and you go to the website, there's just a guy shrugging. Like, mm-hmm. you know, empty pockets. You but, know, we'll, but see, we'll get the, it from the greedy. What did, what did um, Elizabeth kept calling? She's my favorite star tonight. She kept calling them freeloading billionaires. I'm like, how many jobs have you created, Liz? Right. You the, know, not these one. billionaires who own all these companies right. and have all these employees, but they're freeloaders. But, you know, the never Trumpers are similar to the elitist leftists, right? So they're elitist. So what they're saying when they tell you that is really bad, not because whether you like or dislike Trump, because what they're saying is let Hillary, Elizabeth Warren, whomever win, let them win because it's going to be bad for the company short term. Short term. And, and everybody will see what but a no, bad But what they're is. saying is I'm fine either way. Right. Because they got I'm 60 and I made my money. Right. So and it's secure. They take most of my money. It'll hurt. Blah, blah, blah. But they, and then after I'll get over it. But the people, and, and, people like us who can't afford that, that kind like, of a hit. Like Pritzker wanting rich people to pay their fair share. Because his stuff is capital gains. It's somewhere in the, off of an island. And it's in those he inherited it. Right. So he he'll, bathroom, he'll take the toilets, toilets out of his house yeah. just to prove and, and turn it into a, a medieval castle without toilets. He'll do that to me. He knows what to do. He's paying enough people to make sure he doesn't have to pay. But it's for everybody else. 
else. I'm going to do what people do when they were co-hosting me. They would say, we have a caller. Are you going to take the and caller? And look, I like the caller. You want to talk to us? Because this caller is one of the few people who in the Venn diagram <laughs> falls between <laughs> black and white letters, uh, listeners, Call, uh, and, listen, and me. And Stephanie Falls, yeah. we have uh, Jim, Jim from South Hampton. Jim, how are you? Good, guys. How are you? I've turned on the stream, and it's, uh, you guys were being gypped here, I guess, for the first hour. Yeah. But anyways, um, you know, <laughs> I was gypped. listening. <laughs> That's right. Well, we got to always talk to my good friends here. You know, the thing is, I was, well, I should say, I heard these Kim Fox ads. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And she's uh, openly campaigning against the FOP and yes. all this other junk. I mean, what, what, a, what a bunch of garbage. Back. You know, that's crazy. And she, Trump. Don't forget, she, don't yeah, forget she Trump. Everybody. That's right. Everything yeah. bad but in, in Chicago is because are, of Trump. Then she's bragging on social media, all the people endorsing her, the mayor, Cook County. I mean, everybody's endorsing her. All the corrupt people du- love me. Doubling down Everybody on who's right. corrupt loves right. me. That's crazy. Well, that's why Illinois sick. It's got Democratitis. <laughs> is there a cure for that? You got a cream for that, Jim? Because we we got well, it's called it's, it's called the it's called the Trump train. I'm afraid to and say we got a, we got choo choo coming through. <laughs> well, but I want you, you, it says on the board you want to talk about the, the Charlie Kirk talk. Oh yeah. Well, I went there last night too, but he wasn't sure if, if that would be re- rem- uh, relevant. But it was pretty good. There was about 300 people there, and uh, he had a lot of bunch of young people there, like oh, you know, kids in high school and we college. Young and, people, you know, he is. Um, yeah, he's a big draw. People love him. He's like a superstar, like Justin Bieber of the conservative movement. Him and Ben Shapiro, they fill up a room because young people, even people that aren't yeah. Republicans, love to listen to what they have to say. So, it's, well, it's, so that's what we need to do because you know they start indoctrinating the left when they're in preschool. So we need young people to get fired up about right. conservative issues. So it was oh, a good yeah. event. I. I you know, I'm like, yeah, it was oh. good. They, they like uh, they they have they, they have 1,500 uh, chapters now through all the various colleges. Wow. Places. Well, um, what's the name of this group again? Turning Point USA. Thanks for Turning Turn- Point. I couldn't have had a yeah. blank there. It's really good. So, so an opportunity. To, well, thanks for to, uh, yeah. listening you know, to us and hanging out. I'm glad out. that Jim took a time off because his weekends are very busy, Charles. He calls into liberal shows and he just lets them have it. I, I, I turn and, one on randomly. Yeah, I'm like, that sounds like Jim. He'll give Ricky Hendon That's a run me. for his money. He doesn't care. And he well, knows I'm, I'm going to call into our uh, mutual friend, uh, uh, Ricky Hendon, later on. and then yeah. uh, He's like the white Berlon. Yeah, he, they, they will <laughs> call in. And they know that as soon as they hang up, that's when all the callers get mad. Why you let Jim talk? Why did you let him call in or whatever? But you, we need more people to be fearless and take our message to um, right. liberal radio. Cause we, Kill them with great. kindness. That's what that's I say. What you, and you don't, you, you, <laughs> Thanks, you're armed Jim. with facts and not emotions, and that's how you take them down. Thanks, Jim. It's always good to hear from you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so did you hear, let me ask you this, because I, again, ignored the debate because I already know. But, you know, for the listen, maybe I missed something. Who do you I don't, think's got to win? I don't want to eliminate somebody who might have something good to say. Uh-huh. So did they say anything Democrats, we we know they're all about feeling. Oh, so yeah. they're always talking about Trump is bad, which is fine. That, I mean, he's the opposition. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh-huh. And they said, we need somebody who's going to build bridges. So what kind of bridges do they build? They like bridges. Oh. Because what I usually hear is we need Trump is divisive. We need somebody who's inclusive. And then they exclude everybody and, 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 who disagrees they, with they it. Only so love what people. did you hear that was inclusive? Well, they didn't. You know, that's my notes were I, I said, did they speak to the regular average everyday hard-working American, did they say that we're going to lower your taxes? Did they say we're going to get rid of a lot of these regulations that are keeping people from hiring? And because Trump came in and did that. And and they just promised more of the failure. You know, um, Biden is bragging about that he's had something to do with Obamacare, which is horrible and it ruined health care. Uh, I, I didn't feel like they, as they say, what did, what did you bring it to me? Whereas when you're in a room with Trump and he's talking about putting Americans first and putting America first and, and our interest and not trying to placate to certain groups of people that are here literally stealing the legacy from um, black Americans. 
I I didn't hear that from any of them. I didn't hear any solution, nothing to motivate me, nothing to get me excited about this person, as Democrats love to use this word, that they care about us because they want they want politicians that care about them. I, I don't. don't I don't. I don't. I don't. I want them to care about the economy and the borders and all that stuff. They don't have to care about me driving around the suburbs. I used to say minivan. Now I don't have a minivan anymore. But I don't want that. I don't need someone to care about me. They have to put America first and my interests first as a group. And not it's just it's the same old things with Democrats. The hypocrisy is do as I say. I will never live like that in my in my real world. That's good for you peasants, but it's not good for me. So it's the same old soup, just reheated. Well, you know what I think? I think that they realize that they're in the middle and they're trying to play this the best way they can. And they realize that there's enough people who don't like Trump that gets them closer than they should be just out of dislike. So they're within shooting distance. Right. But then they also know that's the plus side for them. The downside is they know that there's only a certain number of people who will vote against something. You have to give them something to vote for. Right. And the only thing they have that the the people who want who would openly vote for that are really passionate about that. But there's a small number of people. The average person does not want the government to take over everything. Right. Because right? if you're the typical black, look at the, the groups that typically vote for, uh, for Democrats. So the black voters don't trust. They're skeptical of government. Mm-hmm. So while they want the government to do what they're supposed to do and fix some things, they're like, I'm leery of you. So having more of you ain't good. Right. Right. And then you got these middle class and upper middle class Jews as a group. Right. And most of my close friends who are Jewish that I talk to on a regular basis are left-leaning, but they're not crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So they hate Trump. They're like this black person. They hate Trump, don't like Republicans. But they're like, Elizabeth Warren, crazy. I own a business. I don't want to give away all my money. Right. And they'll say, Corey's this. And I'm, I'm a little getting weary of the whole, it's the white man's fault, and the whole push the LGBT thing, right. or focus on this only, or give me no substance. I want some substance, too. So those people are looking for something like, I like that. I'm with you on the hate Trump thing. So right. what are you going to do? And they have nothing. So they're like, well, if we're this close because of the Trump dislike, if I can just make up the difference with, with like making with, up lies about them or doing right, this, right. I don't have to come up with a thing because right. I really got nothing. Right. All I got is... Yep. The government would take over everything. And for the people like, who want worry that, about it. they will crawl this. over broken glass to, to get, get to there. Right. But it's like 1% of the population. Right. And, and, I mean, and, we, they make it think, make us think it's high. People don't fall for it. There is no majority of people that are like, you know what? Taking all my money sounds pretty right. good. And, and, and you know what gets me, especially people in Illinois, deep blue, broken Illinois, and people that just feel like, I don't mind paying more taxes. As if this is a good, they've been a good steward of our money. You know they're wasting the money. You know that the pensions aren't funded. You know the kids in Chicago are going to fill in schools. But so you think that you're, you, this is such a, a great decision? That, yeah, I don't mind. I don't pay enough taxes. But you never get those people writing extra money over the check when they write their ta- taxes at the end of the year. You know what? I need to give them a thousand dollars more because it's really you know they're doing such a good job. And when they talk about taxing the rich, and I call it in Illinois, they keep talking about this progressive fair tax. I call it F A R E. It's a fair a fee for being rich successful they act as if that money when they confiscate all the money from the millionaires and billionaires which are not going to stay put and allow them to tax them they act as if somehow that's going to translate to more money in my pocket as a middle class average no they're going to take that money spend it and then still come back for my money and so i'm so, so adamant about everybody that's listening it's so important next november changing the constitution from a flat tax in illinois to a progressive tax that would be 
horrible. And I want to be part of like groups that are out at train stations, handing out flyers, wearing T-shirts. We cannot let them change the Constitution because I know no one's naive enough to believe. And I would love to have Democrats call in. Please do to believe, <laughs> to trust um, J.B. Pritzker and that group of people that, oh, we're just going to come for the millionaires. We're just changing the Constitution and we won't, we're not going to really use it against anybody. We're just going to change it just to get, no. Once don't. they open the floodgates. That's it. That's how you boil a frog. That's the, every analogy we can come up with, with camels, nose in the tent, all that stuff. We know we've been, and that's what blows me away. People our age, Charles, they look, they look responsible and they're able to feed themselves and go to and from work. And you don't see this coming? Well, you've been in Illinois how long? Your yeah. whole life? And you, you trust these people down in Springfield? I got another analogy for you, Lucy and the football. Oh, yeah, every time. Maybe we're working our way to a Democrat. Gary wants to, Gary from Underline wants to tell us his, uh, his walkaway moment. Gary, okay. welcome to Black and Right. Hi, how are you guys? Fantastic. How are awesome. you? I'm doing very good. Yeah, it was about 1973. Uh, I was listening to Bill Buckley on Firing Line. I think it was on WTTW. And listening to him, I thought, this this man is a very intelligent person, and he seems to have ideas that are less centered on government. And in 19, I think it was 76, when, when Ronald Reagan uh, first ran for president, or I should say when he was the candidate, for, that's when I first voted for Republican. And I never really looked back. Oh, the uh, idea that the government is the solution to everything uh, really dispelled my idea from the Democrats. And, and they were turning farther and farther away from, you know, children and uh, and becoming more uh, the party of abortion. So, Gary, we just got a few seconds here, but give me your idea from a regular guy who just sees what's going on. What can we do to get other people to understand that our freedom can't come from the government? I, I don't. I don't know if it's, 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 it's possible to talk to. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's possible to talk to uh, these people. They're so broken and and so uh, hateful that it'll be their children that'll meet the conversion. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, uh, Gary, for the call and keep listening. Um, you too. God bless. I want to say that. Um, well, first, I got to make sure before we hit the break that I tell you that. Keep watching on Facebook, but we're going to be live on the radio at Ooh, 2 o'clock. So, uh, awesome. And, you know, and don't forget the phone number. You want yeah. to join this conversation. Yeah, join awesome. the conversation, 312-642-5600. Now, we're going to keep on talking about what's been in the news. So, and on the next segment, we're probably going to top the hour on either Kanye oh. or Kaepernick. One of the Ks, one. One I haven't K's. figured out yet, but okay. we'll, we'll start off Spin with one wheel. of those. Spin the uh, wheel yeah, stick with up. us. Switch over to the radio. Listen on both. Let's see what that sounds like in stereo. You listen <laughs> to the Black and Right on Facebook Live and soon AM 560, The Answer. your mind open. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. You've tuned into Black and Right. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. And leading that revolution are your hosts, Charles Love and John Anthony. Welcome back and welcome to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm Charles. John is out this week. Sitting in for John is Stephanie Trussell, our fill-in host for the 5 p.m. Drive Time show Monday through Fridays. She'll be here Monday. Thanks for joining me, Stephanie. Oh, it's my pleasure. But again, I'm on the Ed McMahon side of the, the, the control <laughs> She's slumming. Station. 
And there's no plug over here. Next time I'm going to have to bring an extension cord. You didn't know you didn't get snacks when you were over there? There's no catering on that side? This is kind of steerage over here, and you're over in first class, which is great. But I'm so happy to be here in the Ed McMahon role because I didn't have to really think about it. I just rolled up and looking forward to the topics that you want to discuss. It's just happy to be, um, again, laugh when you tell me to laugh or whatever, you know. So I got signs up. I'll point to you. It'll be great. It'll be easy. These are the jokes that you might Um, want to laugh. So... This is our second hour. We're still working through the part radio part uh, Facebook Live. So um, if you didn't catch us on Facebook Live, you missed the first hour. But that's cool. We're going to move on. I'm sure somebody might talk about some of that stuff, but they will uh, put up the podcast later on and you can hear the whole thing. So my next topic on the board is just one word. I don't even have notes. It just Uh says. Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Okay. Oh, because you use Google Doc. You guys are like, <laughs> I come in organically with a piece of paper and a notebook, and I, I have my notebook. This is what I carry it everywhere, and I and you're like serious over there. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's a Google Doc? I'm an old lady that not good. Kaepernick. 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 Yeah. Just, so was it a week ago that he? Yeah, it was a little start? over that. So, so if you don't know the story, obviously you know the kneeling story. Left the didn't take the job in San Francisco. Tried to get another job. They didn't bring him in as a quarterback. He sued. They said there was collusion. They settled out of court. He made lots of money. Nike made him the face of all things sport. He and Jay-Z a, said he, that the right. NFL was okay. Yeah, he got then Jay-Z too. signed that contract. Right. Everything's okay. And then all of a sudden we find out that he's got this wonderful tryout for all 32 teams. Maybe there is a preference. And maybe it was for his white side. Because I don't think most people get get to sit there, get all thirty two teams right. to who, just come else, to you to watch you work out. Who else can command that kind of audience to right. say that this is what I'm doing? Really quick, because I know that he was adopted by a white affluent family, for what I understand. So why does he talk like he's from the hood? I'm just confused. He talks like he's trying. Maybe he, the white family lived in the hood. They could have lived in Compton or something. I don't know. I'm just curious, but. So here it is, and all the stuff that came out as a result of him not getting the job and the backlash from the left, that they're not going to watch the NFL. The NFL is racist. It's like um, Jesse Jackson said, instead of picking cotton, they're picking footballs and basketball. Keep equating this to slavery. And I'm like, please let my kids be a slave. NFL, would you take one of my kids and make them a slave and let them, you know, because to me that's just horrible that they use slavery as an analogy. Right. But so he, you know, walked away from his contract or whatever. Right. That's important to note that he wasn't cut. Right. And so he gets me that this is okay. So you have this problem with the injustice that black people are being shot or beat by police officers. That's like you working at um, a soup can factory and you come to work one day and say, well, I'm not going to make cans today because black people are being shot by the police officers and the soup can people like what they got to do with me. I don't know how the NFL got dragged. Right now at the beginning (laughs) when the clock goes off and people are punching in and go, I'm not going to work. I'm going to kneel or whatever. It was just such a, such a ridiculous premise. And so this is, you drew attention to this, as you said, he kept saying he wasn't disrespecting the flag, but you wouldn't stand when we were, okay, whatever. So apparently all that's been healed. He got his money. Jay-Z got his money. And so now he forgives the NFL. Why would you still want to work yeah, for this race? Right, they gave you money. Go away and, 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 and change the world. Now, is it true that he had an Akuta Kente t-shirt or something? Uh, unless it was doctored, I saw many images of him in the Kuta, because he's a slave. He's going with the, he said, he, hey, he stays in his role. But I want to mention something you say. I mean, you know me. I got to do it again. It's, it's, I just got to keep It's my training mechanism. <laughs> Give them their argument. Okay. Let's assume he's right mm-hmm. about his, his, what he was kneeling for and all that kind of stuff. I don't understand what that has to do with, not just what it has to do with the soup cans. You're right. But the argument was that they colluded against him. Oh, right, right. So they I'm going to get fight. in trouble because I'm going to, 
uh, bring up my mom. I talked to her on the way here. Oh, and me. she's like, I, th- I think I'm going to mention what you said. She's like, don't do that. My mother, too. I'm she tells it. me anything. If she tells me what she had for breakfast, don't say that on air. And I'm like, mommy, that's not interesting. I'm but doing this it. stuff I'll tell her. Go ahead. So she says, she's like, ooh, I, I said, what do you think of Kaepernick? She's like, oh, he needs to be able to, they need to let him play. I'm like, that's cool. You want him to play. That's fine. But let me ask you this. So you, I used to own a restaurant. I said, so mom, remember I owned a restaurant? She said, yeah. I said, should the government or some outside uh, source be able to tell me who to hire? She was like, no, that's crazy. I said, well, that's what you're doing. You're telling the NFL that they have to hire. Now, the fact that you want him to play is your own business. That's fine. But But you're saying they have to let him play. What what does one business have to do with the other? They can say they don't want him to play because he got an afro. I'm okay with it. That's that's the rule. I don't let afro, people with afros throw quarterbacks, throw footballs for me. That's fine. I, was gonna get I know where I stand. Yeah, I ain't right. going to get that under the helmet. Cut but, that hair. But, you know, it's just so interesting that people feel so sorry for him. It's like, he'll never play again. This man is not going to be at the Aldi parking lot trying to get you to give him a solid quarter for two dimes and a nickel because he can't play in the NFL. I think he'll be okay. I'm not losing sleep at night if he doesn't get a job. But who? But at the end of the day, the NFL, I know it's a nonprofit, but it's the, the, the franchise, it's a business. If this guy is going to affect your business because people have to work a lot to get the tickets and the hot dogs and the parking, they come. They want to just come and bring their kids to this game and relax. This way, everybody come together: Democrats, Republicans. You've got this guy with this political issue. Who wants to? Ha- they don't right. want and that I drama. Should, but they should have the right to not want it if they, they want. They even if he to. wants to do it, you got the right to do it. Right. I got the right to say I don't want you to do it at work. You know, in radio, Stephanie, you're a pro. You know, you got to be agile and ready. Uh, you've been looking for my buddy here, and we're on. So, right. you know, that's a, for those of you who haven't heard. There's been this amazing move uh, to actually put action to the words and. There, uh, when Trump made his comments about Baltimore and what was going on, this awesome guy decided somebody needs to go there and do something. So he went there and brought a bunch of volunteers and cleaned up tons of trash in Baltimore, and that motivated him to continue doing it. So if you, for those of you who don't know, it's uh, Scott, Scott Presley. Yes, yes, uh, yes. He is uh, part of what gays for uh, Trump. And he started this organization to go around and clean up big cities. And he's in Chicago this weekend. So I asked him, I was like, please, I know you're busy. Can you take a pause in the action and tell us what's going on? And we have Scott on the line. Scott, welcome to Black and Right. Oh, thank you. No, pleasure to be here. My hands are a little bit dirty, but I had to pick up the phone and give you a call. Thank just, you for this opportunity. Just a little bit dirty? Come on, put some work yeah. in, Scott. Chicago's really dirty, okay. Scott. Okay, so a lot dirty. Okay, I'm really dirty. my hair yeah. up right, right now. Come on. Yeah. yeah, well, I appreciate you calling in. I don't want to hold you up too long to keep you from getting into What was your goal, 50 tons? Uh, that was our goal. You know what? We're not there yet, So, but we have had more volunteers come out of Chicago than Baltimore and Los Angeles. Really? So you guys have turned it out. Yes. We definitely need it. So give the people a quick, uh, I know I did a little bit, but it tell them, you know, right. what the goals are, where else you're going with it. And again, how the people have coming out and supporting you in droves. Well, you know, the biggest thing we want to do is there are so many preconceived notions. It was unfortunate when I said I was going to come to Chicago. You know, some people told me, you know, Scott, you know, watch your back, be careful. And I have to tell you, I've been walking the streets of Chicago all day long, and I haven't found a single unfriendly person. Every person has been polite, respectful, said good morning, good afternoon. So, no, the people here, you know, uh, it's not that we're giving people a hand out. We're giving people a hand up. What I want to bring to the city of Chicago and Baltimore, Los Angeles, wherever we go, positivity, encouragement, love, affection. All we want to do is show that we don't need the government. 
We need private citizens. We need, because you can't spell community without unity. That's all I'm trying to do. And, you know, I have to give a shout out to Pastor Corey Brooks because he opened his facility here, Project Hood, to us. It stands for uh, Helping um, Opportunity uh, here in the community. So that's all we're trying to do is just show love, affection, commitment, and uh, unity as a team. And that's really important because I know that a lot of people think that you can't, because we're so partisan today, unfortunately, people think you can't be a Trump supporter and clearly you must kick babies. I mean, there's no way you would clean up. You're a Trump supporter. They'd have to understand that we are humans, too, and we care about what's going on. That's part of the reason why some people support Trump. Absolutely. And, and, you know, it's breaking down those barriers. I mean, look, here I am, a long-haired millennial Republican who also cares about the environment. I am an environmental steward, and I do care about making America a cleaner and greener place. But, you know, I believe in stop talking, start doing. A lot of people tweet, a lot of people Facebook. Well, I encourage those people, put on some gloves. Put on your work boots and let's go out and pick up trash. And if you care about making the Ameri- uh, American uh, uh, place a, cr- a cleaner, excuse me, cleaner, greener place, then actually put on gloves and go do it with us. So that's all I want. I want to encourage people to actually put in the work and show up. Well, I'm so excited, Scott. This is Stephanie. I messaged you on Twitter. You're going to be Hi, on Stephanie. my show on uh, on here on WIND on Monday, you're going to give us the full rep. You're going to have the total numbers at 5:30 to tell us what is just yes. a coincidence. And so I'm excited because when when Trump said that about Baltimore, I love how you went there and I heard you on on Sirius XM Radio on Breitbart talking about the relationships and the grandmas. It was all happy. And this is good news. Oh, Republicans yeah. got to take our message to those Thanks, neighborhoods. Thanks, guy. Get back Thank to you, the Scott, cleanup. <laughs> and we'll talk to you on Monday. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you very much for having me today of the black and white thank you thank you we'll be back black and white am 560 the answer this is black and right on am 560 with john anthony and charles love welcome back to black and right on am 560 the answer um, Stephanie, you having fun yet? Oh, this is amazing. But I got to make sure I can see the mic when it's on. Because, um, again, I'm over here on the different side of the studio. You got I a gotta button? Sure. I, gotta, <laughs> I see it's on. I had hidden it with my iPad. I was like, wait, I got to know when I'm actually, I don't want to get one of those hot, hot mic situations like with Jesse Jackson threatening to cut off body uh-huh. parts of Obama. Because you act of, like when you were over there, we got you outside and so steered or something. You're still here. in the I same think, studio. I, I don't you think do. I have a heating vent over here. It's kind of cold. I don't know what's going on over here. No, well, it's, it's I want to be uh, thank Scott Presler again for calling in. Yeah, that was cool, cool. right? Yeah, you, put down the, you got him on Monday and uh, yeah. Dan had him on, but he didn't put on a rake to talk to you all. Yeah, well, yeah. he actually <laughs> stopped in the midst of, of doing what they're doing, which is so cool because we get labeled as insensitive. We don't care. Put your money where your mouth is, kind of Republicans. You know. And for when Trump got bashed for calling Baltimore a crap hole, which is kind of it, it is, and we know that, how Scott went out there with those group of people. And I heard him the first time on Sirius XM and how he met Freddie Gray's grandma, you know, who, and who, you know, that's the whole story. And how she, she, he said she's a tiny woman. She kept asking, would you come back? Because they did, I forgot how many tons of garbage. I think they, they did about 20 or 30. They didn't do as crazy. much as LA, right, I don't right. think, but yeah. And then he came back. And now I'm like, that's what we need to take our message. Because Republicans are afraid, or we're not, I should say we're afraid. We, we complacent at this point. We figure, what's the point? We're not going to get their votes. But we got to show them that what we're about and we're willing to go there. And give them an option, especially in Chicago, because you and I may debate people on Facebook. But when they come back to us and say, well, 
who am I going to vote for? Because Republicans don't run in Chicago. So and we need to we need to be more like Ronner in this way only. Former governor, one term runner who wasn't afraid to go to Inglewood. He wasn't afraid to go to the West Side as a Republican and say, hey, vote for me. Well, again, then again, he did pay off the right pastors. But that's another story. So before we uh, took Scott's call, we were talking about Kaepernick, right? Yeah. And if you wanted to hop on the conversation, 312-642-5600. And, and what do you think about for real football players? Because my whole family's so into football. But I just show up for the snacks and to talk about how cute the uniforms are, and that's just my level. And you're you're a weird person because you you're not an NFL. I'm saying I'm 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 man. I'm being I'm shaming you as because most you're men man out me. You're mounting right, me. Most <laughs> men, most men are like football and they know the numbers and who was the quarterback in 1976 for the whoever. But you, you I was that guy up until about six years ago, five really, six years happened? ago. Then I started to win all this madness, all the political stuff, all it's the just, you know with NBA. It just got soft and it was boring. So I don't want to watch it because it's like theater it's basically wwe now right <laughs> it's like you know like down by 60 and all i mean it's, it's it's, it's, so i think the quality of the uh of the sports have gone down now would you too, let your so. son play football yeah i guess okay, if you, wanted to. you know that liberals eventually football is uh, going to be a bunch of people with bubble wrap and feathers <laughs> and you just try to pop one of the bubbles with the feather and that's going to be the game and i fear that we're going to have to tell our grandkids what it used to be like and not everybody knows i have five kids and four boys and three of them play football yeah and because um, I kept trying to make soccer players, but all my sons are these giant boys. And it, it and as scary as I am, as screamish as I am, and from the very first kid, Julie, my oldest, who played at nine, I just I paid a lot of money for all the equipment. I never had any fear that something was going to happen right, to them. Right, and right, and right. nowadays, in all these numbers and concussions, and and as as technology improves. You know, right away when a kid's on the sideline, there's an app and they look and see if you've got a concussion and they don't send you back out there. I mean, it's a lot of ways. And, and, and I think it's a great sport. Um, it certainly has helped my boys as far as socially, obviously, making friendships that mm-hmm. they bonded. But just the way they think and just the whole commitment that it takes to give up your whole summer when you're playing high school or football in general and two a days in the heat and whatever. And it just um, it just it helped mold and shape their character. And so. I like it, even though I have no clue what's going on. <laughs> but um, I, I just, with the Kaepernick, it's like, isn't this just, instead of celebrating America, how far we've come, they use slavery as this this Alcatraz around the neck, the sin, the shame of slavery in America, as if we were the only ones doing it. Yeah. And everybody, you know, did it. And everybody, I'm, that's, I sound like a kid now. <laughs> they were all doing they it. They did it. But, but this, uh, obviously, to me, the biggest mortal sin, whatever's going on in America, and that's abortion. And that's continually going on. And, and celebrate so, it. Right, and celebrate but, it. But and we, I don't think we got to what, ca- what happened to, oh, with the, why oh, yeah, Kaepernick's in the news today. Result, so yeah. all that happened, he got, he, he's got white privilege, so his white side, because in, in addition to being raised by the white family, he's also mixed. So the white side got privilege, and all the 32 teams came to him to, to practice, and then he changed the location and switched it he up He didn't want to sign the waiver or something. Right. He, got he wanted so he to do it on it, his term. What, 59 miles away or something? Yeah, so only six or eight of them, seven sure, or something Because I'm sure they had, this is the day before the big game day, so they, these people had to get back to their flights and their planes to get back and, and do their business as you know part of whatever franchise. And so what was that all about? All that, but but the, but he did that for whatever reason. He wore a Kunta Kinte shirt, like you mentioned. So he, he didn't, he didn't did lose he any support. Did he have his pink socks that day? He didn't lose any support. support. Any support? His pig socks, you know, police officers. No, no, he, he didn't you, that, you don't. He didn't go that far. It's okay. fashion. You don't. The the, the Kunta Kinte clashes <laughs> oh, okay. with the pig with shirts. The, okay, you got to yeah, pick which one. Different different outfit. But he didn't lose any people. His support stayed strong. 
And and that and then yeah. I, you know a couple of years ago a lot of the black left um, liberal color people I could say that and Charles could say it and you got, not everybody can say that <laughs> they were committed to we're not going to watch one NFL game they're just not and there's still a couple people even national host on SiriusXM that'll say I'm still not watching <laughs> I'm like you better get with the program a lot of black people got over that real quick because they love at the end of the day one individual you're crying because he's not working. But how many other black millionaires are playing in this league? And you're going to just because one crybaby, you're going to walk away from the whole thing? Help, help me out because you speak black. <laughs> I try to. I don't understand how. So the league is racist because they colluded against him. Right. But many of black athletes who's one of their top players mm-hmm. have slapped his wife, shot somebody, got in a car accident. I think Ray Lewis going into the Hall of Fame. I think he murdered a guy. Yeah, uh, and, and they Ray, were black, and, and but they, they, dro- were black. they drop dirty. They get high. Right. They do all these other They're steroids. And, 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 and they work, do whatever they can to cover it up. And So I think, like the real world, right. it's more your talent than your race. If you're, the, if you're, if you're third string mm-hmm. and you slap your wife, you get cut. If you if you Tom Brady and you slap your wife, they're like, what slap? Why does she make you slap her? Shame on her, right? And and that's just and it's not right, but that's what they do. That's and but then you can't call it racist because many of black players do all all kind of crazy. I mean, Antonio Brown had to be crazy twelve times before he got cut. Well, you know, leave him alone. But but the first five times it was okay. Well, well, yeah, he did do this, but he caught. He, he called uh, 17 touchdowns so that he could be forgiven. And yeah. right before the whole thing in the lead up to that last Saturday, how many articles did you, articles did you see pop up? Ooh, the Bears are interested in Colin Kaepernick. Ooh, he may come to Chicago. And I'm thinking, not on my watch. I don't think the muscles of the Midway, we're not putting up with that mess. You can't, you know. And, and, I, and I love how they, they attack the Redskins. It's a whole different thing about being the Redskins. Nobody's ever come to Chicago talking about, you're not going to be the Blackhawks because, they, they, you know, we're going to give them what for. And I don't think I'm so happy that the Bears, even though the quarterback is, all I can hear my kids just, you know, screaming and hollering with my husband about what they're doing in the performance. I'm glad that we didn't take that bite. We don't need that. You know, we'll work with our broken down quarterbacks <laughs> that keep throwing and hitting the goalposts, whatever we got going, or kickers and all that. But we don't need Colin Kaepernick. And 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 at the end of the day, I don't think he really wanted anybody to sign him. He just wanted to be a victim. I th- yeah, he's playing them. But beyond that, he's also playing his supporters. Because let's be okay. So what is the difference between? Let's get back to the how he's being treated. What is the difference between a team taking the hit? knowing there's a risk that a lot of people will say that I'm not going to watch your team if you don't pick him up and saying, that's fine, we're not going to pick him up. Or a team coming out and saying, we think he's got the goods, we want him there, we don't care, to, to your fans, to people like you on the other side, if you don't watch, we're picking him up. They have that right. If they're willing to lose money on the one side, they're willing to lose money on the other side. My argument is it's their team, do whatever you want, mm-hmm. right? And I will act accordingly. But who are you to dictate you have to let them play or you're racist, but... If you don't let him play, those fans who don't like him, they don't get to say, well, you're wrong for letting him play. It's you so can hard. say what you want, and those people in the front office have to make a decision. And it's a cost-benefit analysis. Right. Right. They're going to say, we know somebody's going to protest either way. Right. Is, are his skills worth taking that risk? And if they are, someone would peel, pick him up. Right. And like you said, it's 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 a business. It's not show friends. It's show business. They need to have a bottom line. They need to make a profit. And I, I guess this jersey sells out. Well, good for the jersey people. But nobody wants to see that jersey. And the very few people, yeah, how does that translate into tickets, the people that want to see him play? So we're going to give in to him, and this is what his demands are. And I keep asking, if I had one question to ask him, so why would you want to come back? 
are, are black people not getting shot by policemen anymore? All those problems and ills that you were upset about, have they been solved? And so now the NFL is worthy to have you on the roster again? It just It's the hypocrisy. And with watching that bouncing ball of the left and the emotional, whatever they decide, and this is, what I, this is my, um, my cause for the day, and this is how I'm going to bring attention to myself, I, I can't keep up. You need an app for that. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> NFL good, NFL bad. You know, it's like, whatever. So, bye-bye. And I'm glad. Hopefully, we won't hear from him. Well, he should start like a Pop Warner kind of league and non-for-profit or something. Go somewhere. He's got more money than money. He'll be okay. Well, rolling along. Coming up, we're going to talk about the controversy uh, surrounding Kanye. We're going to go from 1K to the other. As long as we don't have Black 3Ks, we're good. We don't want KKK. <laughs> You're listening to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. Now, more of Black and Right on AM560. Here are your hosts, Charles Love and John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right. Charles and John. John Anthony's off. I'm here with Stephanie Trussell. Yeah, it's so great. I mean, I watch you guys on Facebook Live when I can. It always looks like you're having a lot of fun in here. So I'm happy to be here. I mean, we had one fight. But other than that, we've been good. (laughs) pay-per-view you can watch it on facebook live <laughs> but i will be back monday for the drive time show um five to seven i'm excited got a special celebrity chef coming on the last half an hour or so to tell you how not to burn your house down if you're frying turkeys outside or if you're making that turkey um in the oven some tips on um you know and i, I want to be a little light because i'm a little too way too fist pounding desk pounding serious all the time so i thought hmm, maybe i can be um a little light on Monday, actually. I'm having a, a local Chicago author, new book, um, Gian, um, Gianno Caldwell's book, Taken for Granted. Grew up in Chicago, black conservative. You see him on Fox all the time. He'll be a calling guest. So we're going to have some fun. And I'm just happy to, to be here, to to be on, I guess I'm black now, or am I right? Yeah, you were um, okay, the black hour. the first hour. Okay. I think you're right now. I'm right. Okay. And I, um, I do everything to the right. Uh, you, you're done promoing all your stuff? Can we get back to black and right? I love <laughs> oh, it. I love no, it's show. not about me. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. You got a little show. You so we talked about here. Kaepernick the first time. We're on our second K, Kanye. We may have a third K the next <laughs> second. Maybe the... The 3K segment. I wonder right. what, what that. Well, no, I won't get into that. Okay. But so many of you, I'm sure, has been everywhere. Know that um, Kanye, Kanye found God. It, it, you know. And the question is: the reason I want to bring that up because there's been a you know social wow. media and the yeah, news has been crazy. you know all crazy about whether he actually found God or not. And and the phone number three one two six four zero six four two. 5,600. Yeah, I got the same number you got, lady. Or the screen. Oh, I think we got it wrong on the screen. You know, it's hard after seven years of saying one number. (laughs) I've only said it once wrong so far. But now I just curse myself. I'm going to say it 20 times on Monday. But anyway, (laughs) 642-5600, jump in the conversation. So Kanye, like you said, we were talking off air. He got everybody on both sides upset. Yeah. He's fake. No, what's going on? Hey, I don't understand it, though. I mean... It's interesting to talk about because you're talking about someone who has a lot of influence in a in a realm that people with that type of influence don't usually talk about religion, which in itself is a good thing. But you know, you're talking about something with tens of millions of. What do you mean? Uh, it's a good in itself is a good thing that he that people talk are talking about, about it, oh, right? The, the, because okay. usually okay, good. you don't get. People, I thought you meant him never ever talking about religion. No, before it, it was it's good. a good thing. Whenever you get somebody no, who's talk. a, well, you, know, you might have an occasional, you know. A politician or right, occasional right. person from different, you know, an academic. But and they're never- usually a lot of these big celebrities, and you say, I don't see them that much. And then all of a sudden you see them and they're starring in these Christian based films. But it's And then they don't the say DL. anything after that, they're right? They're on the DL. You never, you know, they never on the download. And so 
for somebody to be as bold and brazen with his beliefs. Right. But, you know, Kanye, um, my, my socialist middle kid, I used to drive him to college. Um, he was going to a local college, and I was driving him a couple days, and that was our argument every day. This was way back in 2012. Kanye's a musical genius, genius, Mom. Mm-hmm. And I would say, well, what is Stevie Wonder then? If this is Well, who is Marvin Gaye? And we'd argue. But one time I put him out right on the corner of the college campus. I said, get out of my car because we would argue. But then when Kanye started liking Trump, and everybody's, oh, my goodness, what are those Kardashian women? What have they done to Kanye? He must be, he's off his medication. Look at him. What are they doing? He's got to be crazy. He loves Trump. And so now this is the latest thing with him. But and I don't understand how they lump the Trump thing with this thing. Well, they just I get that Trump is, just, is divisive or whatever, mm-hmm. but you're going to say, what's wrong with him? He's found God. What have these Kardashians and done with him? Well, about. what they did with him is pretty good. Right. And, and you know, okay, I'm going to make a confession because nobody's listening, right? We're no, on no, Saturday. No. Saturday. You know, my my other son, back when he was like 16 or 17, I don't know, he, he started recording the Kardashians and he was talking about it. We debate about Kim, Chris being a bad mom, whatever. Okay, I watch the Kardashians occasionally. And I think what this family has done, and, and we'll say what you will, being famous for a sex tape and they become these great influencers. But out of all those sisters that had black babies last year, Kanye and Kim are the only ones that are still together raising their children, traditional family. They got two kids, two two boys, two girls, and it's all cute. And I'm thinking, of course, whatever shows, and I haven't watched this season, really. I've just been too busy, and I've got other things. I'm trying to be more like Charles and know more about Teddy Roosevelt and what he did. I don't know. <laughs> Whoever so, that guy is. But I'm wondering, how is this going to translate? Will we see this family going to church? Because as Christians, as believers, we know God saves people. Isn't that amazing how Jesus will come into your life and you decide, this is the, he's going to be the leader of my life, and he, I'm turning over, he's, he's my king. And that's what we talk about in church all the time. And we know if you weren't born in the church, even you still got to be born again. Everybody has their conversion That's story. why this story is important, right. because he's, he's I, we're right finding Christians who are beating him up from the right. jump, saying it's phony as this. Who are you to say? I say take the wait-and-see approach. If it's phony, you'll know right. Right really soon. Right. Right? But the fact that he's reaching these people and he's going to church and he's saying stuff, that, that's true. Whatever you think of how crazy he may be, he's not wrong when he says that Hollywood and the entertainment and uh, community is trying to deliberately plant things that are negative into your mind. Isn't that great? And it's he, true. He, he's just saying what needs to be said. And I don't know how you felt. When I first um, got baptized in 1999, when I became a born-again Christian as an adult, because I had been baptized before, it's just like when anything, you get excited, you want to tell everybody about it. If you find a shampoo that's phenomenal, you can't wait to share and tell them, do you know the shampoo is great? We're talking about the love of Jesus, accepting Christ as your Savior. And, and, and the fact that he has this big platform to share with them, well, hey, and as you said, if this is fake or whatever, we'll know. But we have to take him on his word because we know that God saves. And you and I were talking off air. Saul in the right. Bible exactly. used to kill Christians. So the, the the point we're making here is it's a wait and see mode. You have to let him do what he does and see what happens. But you shouldn't turn away from him well, you know, because, you know, he, he can reach a lot of people. Hey, we'll be back. Answer. Black and right. AM 560. The answer. We now return to Black and Right on AM560. Here are Charles Love and John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right. I'm Charles. I'm here with Stephanie sitting in for John. We have a caller. If you want to jump into the conversation, 312-642-5600. We're talking about all the 
recent news and Kanye Kaepernick and others. We have a caller who wants to tell us about Kanye and reaching out. But first, before we get to Anthony, okay. I think Stephanie has I a have to Mia clarify. Culpa. I was joking when I said nobody's listening, meaning like I'm not on the radio. I'm not trying to say because it's a Saturday show. People are all listening because this is a live show on Saturday where you could call in and interact. And I'm not. I just joke about that. I all hear the time. her joke like, about that. Yeah, all the like time, even but... when I'm on or when I was on the other station for seven years or when I'm on after I was like, nobody's listening. Let's keep a secret. But no, I'm not throwing shade. Yeah, you guys have tons of listeners. The, pro- so the producer was coming to get her. Don't try to cut me back. I'm good. I, I love you guys. I'm happy that you guys had me and I'm not throwing shade that nobody's listening. No, not at all. You certainly have more. And certainly on Facebook Live, you have more people watching on Facebook Live than I ever get during the week. So Because they're coming home from work. They, they crash their oh, cars. Oh, they, they can't watch. watch. See, they can't watch. Live That's gotcha. why. Okay. Well, they, they just got to get the right phone hold. Right. Well, anyway. Anthony from Chicago wants okay. to tell us to be careful of Kanye. Anthony, welcome to Black and Right. Yeah, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on Kanye, but here's the thing. I mean, he's kind of nuts, and he's, he's you know, he might be he, a little bit. I mean, it's, he's he's a media hound. Let's let's be more specific, okay? But he's doing the right thing, and he's doing something that Republicans should be doing. That's reaching out to the black community, but they won't do it because they're cowards. And I mean, I just don't understand the logic of the Republican Party. There's so much in common with the black community, but they just too afraid to reach out to them. There are so many things that can be done. I mean, they can send out flyers basically saying, hey, uh, the Democrats want you to uh, want your boys to shower with girls. Uh, the Democrats want, you know, to teach your five-year-olds about anal sex. I mean, they need to send this stuff out. And if they don't do it, maybe you guys should probably send some stuff out. Maybe get in contact with some political action committees, get some flyers together, and send this out to the black community. Because I'm telling you, if you do that, you'll change everything. Anthony, they will probably turn the Democrats. Anthony, nothing you said is wrong. Yeah. Uh, and I, and you're right about even about Kanye, but I'm not saying that he's right. I'm just saying the quick judgment, he can reach people if he happens to be right, and it's been like eight days. Why don't you just sit there and see what happens? That's all so I'm saying about Kanye. People like immediately, he's like, hey, I turned my life over to God. I hate you. I think you're lying. I'm like, dude, calm down. Let right. that man does, do if what he, he does. If, but if, if he was an atheist that loves killing babies, the left would be like, right. oh, we love him. He's awesome. But, Anthony, but the I second gotta... piece, you're right. And, and Stephanie, go ahead, because Stephanie and I have been talking about doing the same thing you're talking about. Taking the message to the Yeah, because you can't wait for the GOP. Right, no, because they're just afraid, like you said. But I can picture Anthony we were saying take a message I just kept picturing us like flying over in a helicopter just dropping leaflets <laughs> like saying did you know that they want boys in the back and then right because when people say both parties are the same when you normally corner Democrat black Democrats especially with facts they'll say oh both parties are the same and I was like no they are not one you could be an unapologetic loud mouth proud con- Christian conservative and and but if, on the other side you got to go to an event where they got a, a football player dressed like a woman you got to pretend like that's biblical and you know that's hey, not right. Stephanie mm-hmm you might get a kick out of this too, but yeah, you, actually, you just said it. If you were to actually, you know, tell them any black Democrat the stuff that we just talked about, they'll totally change because they'll, on the surface, they'll say, "I hate Republicans." They say, "You know, Democrats want to teach your five-year-olds about anal sex." What? Right. And it's like everything changes when you tell them that. So we need to well, reach they call them. You I mean, a liar it's Chicago. First. Because they think that this cannot be true right, and they're not right. aware of it. And I said, no, aren't you paying attention? This is what's going on in California. This is what's going on all over. And they, and they just like, oh, I didn't know that was Illinois, happening. Illinois, but Illinois. Illinois. I asked that you definitely uh, stay, pay attention and, and, and stay focused because we're working on some stuff. And I think you'll yeah, see it. We, we, and it's going to be bigger than flyers. We're going to send physical you know, boots on the ground to yeah, the areas that need mind, it. But thanks you know, for your call. Oh, let's. 
Very oh, good. I, I didn't. I thought you were done. Sorry, oh, that's Anthony. Okay, all right. No but, problem. Um, Ooh, we got to we get to go beyond the cheddar curtain. Yeah. Oh, you want to go? Candace is another Stephanieite, right? Right. Candace from Mount Pleasant. Welcome Hi. to Black and Right. Hey, welcome, welcome. Happy Hi, Saturday. Oh, happy Saturday. I agree with the last caller. Um, well, I mean, Trump did ask for their vote, though. You know, and I and and he has been. Uh, and he can't go everywhere because it's a national election. Right. 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 Um, mm-hmm. but I do agree with him on his points the finer points where they're not even educating uh, the black community on the basic things that are happening in the schools, like on the school level. Mm-hmm. You know, they, I mean, if you think about it, I used to live on the South side of Chicago. A lot of people, you know, especially if you're a single mom, you're so busy, you're swamped by the time mm-hmm. you get home, you have no time. They need somebody to actually put something in their mailbox or, you know, mm-hmm. um, say, make it easy for them on. to learn about this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Cause they're not going to learn about it on ABC, NBC or CBS. Oh no. Unfortunately, you know? it's, it's harder than you're talking about. Because I know from firsthand, I read a lot. How about billboards? Billboards. Now you're getting closer. Because I read a lot. I'm not reading no mail. You mail something to me, I'm throwing it in the trash. So nobody's going to read that. Good idea, Candace. They have those billboards all over and just let, did you know that this XYZ and this is the, both parties are not the same. This is what they're presenting. This is part of their platform. And, and just giving people the information. And that's, what, that's how I was saved. We talk about conversion stories. That's how I went from an a, a uninformed Democrat living in Rogers Park who voted for Bill Clinton one time. I'm so sorry, people. And then I just started listening to conservative radio. Once I got that information, I was hungry. And then I realized, wait, I was never a Democrat. I've always been a conservative. Well, see, that's why, you know, of course, it sounds, uh, you know, boastful because you're talking about yourself and your own approach. That's why Anthony... You know, Candace, everybody, my approach is not about when you, you know, you've seen it. When I talk to people, I don't make it about the party because whether they love or hate Democrat or Republican becomes. But then Trump said, and then that one Republican, right. I don't even bring the party in. I'm just like, what do you what do you think about, you know, the focus on illegals mm-hmm. hurting the jobs in the black community? Mm-hmm. What do you think about transgender bathrooms? What do you think about more taxes? Ask them about the issue. And all these people right who love the Democrats change their tune. They're, like, well, they're yeah. the same people. Like, they're taking too much of my money, right. but they're voting for the guy who's doing the same it. Guy. Because you're not tell, you're not slowly breaking down what's happening and how the culture is being affected and how that's going to hurt your livelihood, your family, and everything else. That's the way you have to approach it. Is that music? Is Man. it over? Somebody's what? talking too long. We got another segment, though. Don't go home yet. Oh, we got another segment. Yeah, we got another segment. So stick with okay, us. We're going right, to finish up the two hours what? and okay. get back to some more okay. callers. And you're listening to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. This is Black and Right on AM560 with Charles Love and John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. Uh, we hit the last segment already. Yeah. I didn't get through a lot I'm of stuff I had here. Fun. And really quick, if you want to follow me and want to know when I'm guest hosting on the afternoon drive here on WIND, it's at Reagan Mom on Twitter and The Stephanie Trussell Show on Facebook. And I usually put up an event and let people know when I'm on. It's always fun. And I'm so happy. so much fun today. This That's is great. awesome. Glad you can make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't get to talk about the Baltimore mayor who said she was crazy to get out of trouble and it didn't work because they indicted her. Did you see that? Yes. Finally, it's nice to see Democrats going to jail because we need to have a little bit more of that here in There's Illinois. a lot of them. A, mayor. a lot of indictments and FBI right. coming out with boxes, but I want to see the finished product. I want to see people because everybody wants Blago to come home. No, I want more people to go to where Blago is. He needs roommates. That's funny. And then uh, 
I sent you that article from The Hill, not a conservative publication, saying that, no, you're wrong, Obama fans. The good economy is Trump, not Obama. You had to yeah, like that, that They crack me up when they say that, oh, it's all because of Obama and what he had done. Yeah, all his regulation and intrusive policies, especially Obamacare, where you hire that 50th person, all of a sudden you got to hire an attorney now to interpret your your um, health care laws and all that kind of stuff. It's all Trump, people. Don't be confused. Goshen, Indiana. They had to send out warning to thousands of patients from a hospital who, mm. because they didn't sterilize the uh, it, the tools, and they may have been exposed to things like HIV and hepatitis and things of that nature. What is this third world condition? Right, what it reminded me of you know in my book when I was talking about guns, and you had to put stuff in perspective. I mentioned that a recent John Hopkins study found that medical errors account for a quarter million deaths every year, and nobody talks nobody. about that. <laughs> 250,000 deaths a year from medical error, and what, 800 deaths, 900 deaths from police? And, and we and only that, focus on one. And, and Colin wasn't um, kneeling over hospital he said, right, he, said, he was kneeling over. That, that's what he said he knelt over the scalpel. Hello, that's a really, I say bring your own stuff. This is scary. I don't, I'm just like, I got my own scaffold. Thank you. But, um, yeah, we get, it's, it's a lot to try to squeeze it in. But you, I know. You're great. And we got a caller. You want to talk to Eduardo? Call Why not? What the heck? Eduardo from Midway wants to uh, talk about the state's attorney race. Welcome oh, yeah. to Black and Right. Yeah, good afternoon. So what do you guys think about uh, Kim Fox running for re-election? I think that's terrible. I think we should have a conservative candidate running. Yeah, there's no, there's a couple no people running. I think it's terrible, but I think it's par for the course, course for Illinois. You didn't think anything different. Do you think she was going to walk and, away? And look at all the corrupt people that <laughs> are on. endorsing her. Come right, on, of yeah. course she's going to run. Yeah. The, the, the question is, why aren't there enough strong Democrats running? Forget about it, because we know that Republicans are struggling. she's being challenged, yeah, by, challenged by, by somebody. There should be some probably. prominent Democrat saying, I'm challenged. I'm yeah. sure she got the blessing from Michelle Obama. Oh, oh, she already, she was listed all the people who support yeah, her. Yeah, they, and it's just so unfortunate. Who are corrupt yeah. Democrats? I don't know. So that's why we got to really support whatever Republican uh, wins in the primary. And really, we got to give people an option and another choice. Because we can talk about this all day long, but if we don't get candidates willing to run in those positions, how are we going to win? Thanks, Eduardo. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's just the nerve and, and the audacity. You could do what you did. And I love her little promo. Um, yeah. I didn't handle handle that Justice Mullet thing too. But it's good. Trump's fault, you know. But Trump and and, and FOP and other, and everybody and 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 my mailman and the grocery well, store and in, in her defense, the parking lot. In her defense, mm-hmm. nobody ever got shot in Chicago until Trump became president. So that, that had never happened. I mean, you got to be honest. And I so mean, so he brought all this this and, and he you did. know how long when you heard the story back in January that somebody went out in, in, at two a.m. for a, a Subway sandwich, not Harold's chicken wings, because I might do that for two a.m. Or, 20 below zero for and you knew that story was fake but you were just waiting for somebody else to say it. yeah i'm not gonna say it, it was charles else butler everybody knows him black and serving chicago he was the first one on social media was like that's a bunch of baloney color he that's, did it with a bunch of color he, yeah he, he was like was, that is and i was like finally so i finally then i jumped on the bandwagon and then i just screenshot all those celebrities on instagram before it was it was known to be a hoax they were just oh just a shame and they were supporting him and just oh and and then Stephanie, the guy that's it, it. it was it was what we that's have time that's it what oh I told my gosh you. This is, time flies and you're having fun well thanks for coming out and joining me having fun with me thank great. you all for listening we'll be back next week actually it's thanksgiving weekend so you'll have john next saturday and my phone's about to die because there's no plugs on the steward <laughs> side of the, of the screen yeah, so i'm happy no thank you, you again enjoy gobble gobble on thir- uh, monday have, have a great thanksgiving you listen to black and right am 560 the answer